Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM640, the Gary and Shannon Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I would like to start off Swamp Watch with the dog news. Can we do that? Yes. It's different. Okay. Swamp is horrible. So government doesn't work. Come on, man. We're going to make this like a, a reality TV show. Corn Pop was a bad dude. It's always a pleasure to be anywhere but Washington, D.C. Hey, Joe. Hey, Esther. <laughs> a town all too clearly built on a swamp, and in so many ways, still a swamp. That's a bunch of malarkey. Somebody said, drain the swamp. I said, oh, that's so hokey. Keep your <laughs> Swamp Watch. <laughs> you know the thing. Welcome back, Brett Butler. Glad to know you're still with us. <laughs> Not dead. Then who was it? Who was it who died? Somebody died. Uh, I'll Google it. Oh, man. Hmm. Tony, Tony Gwynn. I know that. That one I know. He had throat cancer. Right. I thought it was Brett Butler. Okay. Well, Brett Butler. Uh, Babe Ruth, Kurt Flood, okay. Bill Tuttle. They all died. Oh, Brett Butler. Was diagnosed with tonsil cancer in oh. 1996 and has since become an ardent anti-tobacco advocate. Okay. So he, he was able to beat Thank it. Thank you. Well, good. You know, you, you know your synapses. That was firing there for a reason. I had about, I had about 60% of the story. Yeah. I just added the 40% where he died. He didn't die. No. No. I mean, eventually, someday there will be a time for all of it. But he didn't. He played for the Giants. When I was in high school, and then he went to the Dodgers a couple times, I think, after that. I had an odd crush on him uh, in the 80s. What would have made it odd? Well, he was like a grown man, and I was was nine. And he wasn't a big guy, so he was probably more your size. He was more my size. I remember him being more compact. Fast. And I remember he had probably one of those semi-illegal gloves that was like 13 and a half inches from palm to neck. <laughs> yeah. And it looked massive on him. It I did. remember it always yeah. looked really big. All right, Swamp Watch. The dogs. Yeah, President Biden's dog, Commander, is said to have been involved in 10 biting incidents at the White House and in Delaware. <laughs> the Secret Service says they're concerned about their agent's safety around Commander. What's with the Secret Service these days? They're a kinder, gentler Secret Service than I remember when Brett Butler was playing for the Giants. It's like, first of all, they can't track down the culprit of the cocaine, and now they're scared of the dog. Which is weird because they have plenty of dogs at the White House. I mean, on a regular basis, there are Secret Service canines that patrol the grounds, which made me think, I wonder if 
commander doesn't get along with those do- with those dogs. Secret Service said in one incident, commander clamped down on an officer's arm and thighs last November. In another incident in October, the first lady, Dr. Jill Biden, couldn't regain control of commander as he charged past a member of the Secret Service's staff. The White House says they're working on training commander after the biting incidents. And kids, this is a lesson to you. You don't get to have a dog if you're not going to train your dog. You've got to do the training of your dog. I mean, I know there's places that can take the dog for a while and and get the initial training done, but then you need to put in the work with your dog. You've got to continue that. That's a lifelong thing. The idea, and you have to know your breed. For some reason, they love German Shepherds. I shouldn't say for some reason. They're a great breed. But they can be yeah. aggressive if your, you're not careful. Your with them. dog is out of control a lot of the time. Uh, when would you say that is? <laughs> you get more defensive about your dog than you do about your kids. Well, I'm particularly sensitive now because I'm on high alert that he's getting up there in age. Oh, and so I'm he's sundowning. No, I wouldn't say that. But I'm I'm on alert, like looking for the little clues. He seems lazy lately. Uh, is he is he in pain? Is he is there cancer cancer riddling his body right now, or is he just maybe it's 105 outside and he wants right. to lay on the cool tile? Has he been hitting that shoe like Brett Butler did? Is it hitting his tonsils? No, I don't think so. I haven't noticed like spit cans or you know those uh, empty Coke bottles with just residue of spit in them. Do you ever make the mistake of drinking one of those? Uh, no, but I did drink out of a Pepsi bottle that had cigarette butts in it. Oh, my God. Those are equally foul. Yeah. Uh, and oh. I couldn't drink Pepsi out of a bottle for oh years. Oh, my God. It was awful. I could still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can taste it. I, I just, remember, I think everyone's seen somebody do that, either Drink the the chew juice or yeah. the the cigarette ashtray. And who would ever pick up a Gatorade bottle and go? Well, I guess they're making uh, prune flavored Gatorade these days, and take a sip right. of it and go. Oh, I can't <laughs> God, even. I know. <laughs> I can't even either. I think I'm going to throw up. Ron DeSantis turns out he's cut far more campaign staff than we previously thought or were previously told. Trying to reset his. At times, stumbling campaign. There's unexpected financial trouble they're talking about. He uh, has cut a third of his campaign staff, 38 people, according to aides who spoke anonymously. The dramatic staffing cuts include the less than 10 employees that the DeSantis team revealed letting go earlier in the month, just as federal filings showed that his campaign was burning through cash at an unsustainable rate. You know, I vaguely remember uh, John McCain having gone through something like this back in 2008, uh, where, if you remember in 2008, Rudy Giuliani was at one point considered the front runner for the Republican, uh, for the uh, Republican nomination back then. And that McCain had some issues, but then Giuliani went on vacation, if I'm not mistaken, like went on vacation for a week in August. So right about this time when things started to heat up with the campaign. I uh, I don't know if this means bad stuff for Ron DeSantis. Maybe it means that it's a, a, a more lean machine, perhaps. Well, they say that, well, at least people in his campaign have expressed confidence that Trump's issues, his baggage, all of that would sour people. It would people would get tired of it. They would have Trump fatigue. But the opposite has been true. All the legal baggage has done wonders for Trump's fundraising. 
and and maybe there is a critical mass. Maybe when if we get another indictment on the January sixth stuff, when we get an indictment out of uh, Georgia, if that's possible, but that just continues to fuel his people and his financial machine. Well, which is interesting because th- that's a little bit of what Mitt Romney was talking about when he wrote that op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal today. Um, and again, it's Mitt Romney. A lot of people don't think he's a true Republican, but, and he is very centrist compared to to other very high-profile Republicans that are out there. But just to give you an idea of what he's talking about, um, despite Donald Trump's apparent inevitability, reading now, a baker's dozen Republicans are hoping to become the party's nominee for president. That is possible for any of them if the field narrows to a two-person race before Mr. Trump has the nomination sewn up. And for that to happen, Republican mega donors and influencers, I hate that word, large and small, are going to have to do something they didn't do in 2016. Get the candidates they support to agree to withdraw if and when their paths to the nomination are effectively closed. And he says that decision day should be no later than February 26th. That would put it right after Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina, the big four primaries slash caucus days. We are one month away from the first GOP debate, and it's going to happen on August 25th. So who has qualified? It's got to qualify, but you also have to show up if you're going to be involved in this, obviously. Donald Trump has been kind of iffy on that, but he's qualified. Ron DeSantis, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yes. Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Chris Christie, and Doug Burgum have qualified. You know who has not? Mike Pence. But Mike Pence has not. Although he's he seemed confident that he would. Yeah, but I think his is the um is the forty thousand individual donor threshold that he hasn't reached yet. It's just funny to see a Doug Burgum qualify before a Mike Pence. But remember, Doug Burgum had that plan where he's like, "You give me a dollar right. as an individual donor, I I throw down a twenty dollar gift card yeah. for you." you pay, he threw money at his problem. Uh, Mike Pence is not qualified. <laughs> Asa Hutchinson not qualified. And a bunch of also rans. Larry Elder, uh, locally, we know that Larry name. Larry Elder, William Hurd, I think, mm-hmm. out of Texas. He hasn't qualified either. I, I'd be, you know, I want there to be, and the network, Fox, I think, is the one that's broadcasting the first debate. They want Donald Trump on that stage. They need yes. Donald Trump on that yeah. stage. A lot of them um, do. Not just the networks, but these candidates need to go after him to gain any traction. Because right now he has sucked up all of the space in that vacuum yeah, with his ongoing legal issues. And nobody is able to punch through. And what's a, what I think the, the Republican National Committee has done, that, that one thing they could have changed about this is they're giving those candidates until 48 hours before debate time to determine whether or not they're going to be there. So you know that Donald Trump, he's been saying things like, well, I don't think I'm going to show up. Reagan didn't show up or whatever he said about Reagan and his debate uh, history. I, he, I don't think he can avoid it. I don't think his ego lets him avoid it. And it would be interesting to see if, if he takes it up to that 48-hour limit and then determines whether or not he's going to be in that, in that debate.
So um, Kevin McCarthy has raised the possibility of an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. He was on Hannity last night. This is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. Now, uh, that came as a result of last week's testimony the IRS whistleblowers who testified before the Oversight Committee that the DOJ was slow walking the Hunter Biden investigation into his tax problems, into his money that was coming from outside sources, outside the country sources, uh, etc. Democratic National Committee Chair Jamie Harrison said in a statement that the impeachment threat is to, quote, distract from their lack of any meaningful agenda and Trump's own significant legal challenges. So... Uh, the suggestion that somehow Kevin McCarthy is now beholden to Donald Trump that he's throwing up the impeachment possibility to distract everybody from the fact that Donald Trump has his own stuff going on. That's going to not happen. I mean, you're not going to be able to distract the country from what's going on with the former president. Did you mention this yesterday about the Obama chef drowning? No, because he hadn't been identified as the chef until oh. after the show. Okay, so yeah, former President Barack Obama's personal personal chef has drowned near the family's home on Martha's Vineyard. I guess he was paddleboarding. 45 years old, Tafari Campbell is his name. He was a sous chef at the White House, and they asked him to stay on with them when they left. They said as in, he's a beloved part of our family, according to the Obamas. We got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinarily kind person who made all of our lives a little brighter. He leaves behind a wife and twin boys. Complete accident, as described by the law enforcement in the area. They said that somebody reported, somebody on a, another paddleboard, I think, called and said that they saw the guy in distress and that he wasn't wearing a life jacket. Yeah, that he had struggled on the surface. I guess he fell in off the paddleboard, struggled on the surface, went un under and didn't resurface. I mean, that could have been like a that could have been like a heart attack or something. I mean, it's only forty five years old, but still, yeah, it's possible. Hey, Mondo. Yes, Shannon. Why shouldn't you tell a secret on a farm? No. Because the potatoes have eyes. No, 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 not yet. Time out, time out. And the ears. The corn, oh, corn. have ears. <laughs> you guys screwed up my joke. Well, Mondo's, Mondo's response was not... Yeah, why shouldn't like, you no. tell any I shit. was like, what do I do no. with this? That's not how you uh, answer a joke. Yeah. Come on, riddle guy. Well, I got lost. I didn't know what it meant. You got lost. <laughs> uh, someone else was in Vegas this weekend, too. Huh, Mondo? Yeah. Yeah. Why did they let us both in on the same weekend? Uh, because nobody approved it. That clearly yeah. had the, uh, had the uh, application been made, they would have not allowed it. Shannon's picture looked like it. she had a hull pass. No. <laughs> That's funny. My husband took that picture. <laughs> Maybe he was Better. hoping for something. <laughs> Please go away. Did he tell you what he did with that picture? Like, did he post it somewhere or? Uh, no. Okay, just make I sure. Don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what he does. I don't have just to know everything. Thing that thing. Um, 
Let's sandwiches. talk sandwiches. I love the sandwiches. Lord's greatest food. It really is the Lord's greatest food. You will never ever see Shannon more engaged in our segment than when we're talking about sandwiches. This is true. She's building one in her mind right now, looking through this. <laughs> She's all, yeah, I would do that. The the funny thing about chefs is everybody and Shannon, you cook a lot, so you know this. It is not like oh, thirty minute meals. You know all that crap you read. It yeah. is. It it takes a good chunk of time to cook from scratch. Right. You and so chefs aren't going to come home and go, "Hey, I want to get back on the line and start building a meal." That's true. So they have horrible meals a lot of times, and um, but they do have their favorites, and sandwiches often. Or one of them. Especially, especially if you're on your own, you know, you don't want to go through the work. Like in uh, Bridesmaids, when she has the bakery and then the yeah. bakery closes, but she comes home and she is, she's got a uh, wild hair up her bottom that she wants to make a cupcake, right? And you see the work that yeah. goes into making that singular one cupcake. A cupcake. I mean, it really is a labor of love. And you're not going to do that every night for yourself. Certainly not. It's cheese and crackers a lot. Yeah, I mean, cheese grilled crackers. cheese sandwiches. And I've heard the stories. Totally. But they do, they do appreciate, even when it's fast food, quick service, they do appreciate when the flavors are balanced, the ingredients are quality. And so there's this breakdown of sandwiches based on a love from different chefs uh, around the country. Now, Pop Belly, we won't get into because I think that's Chicago based. It's not here, but Jersey Mike's is here. And it is not only a darling of chefs, but uh, many people dig it because um, the roast beef is made in house. So they go towards the roast beef. And I, I like love their meats at Jersey Mike's. They do. And I like that they slice it thin and they slice it right there. Because meats do lose their freshness the longer that they are sliced. If everything can, does. Right. I mean, everything is going to have a can, shelf it's a life. a noticeable difference. A big, you yeah. know, this is the same with uh, a lot of us take spices for granted. We get spices, sure, they and sit you just in there leave for a year, for three and years. you're like, it should be fine. And then you get new stuff, and you're like, flavor! <laughs> yeah, What's what this? What the hell is that? <laughs> and sometimes even in uh, East Indian cooking a lot, they'll they'll do the it in its seed form or in its nut form, or and they'll, they'll uh, toast it and then grind it up. Uh, with uh, mortar and pestle or something. Mm. And there is something to that. So the fresh, and you'll find that that seems to be a running thing with a lot of these places. They have either higher end ingredients or they're both that and freshly sliced or fresh baked bread is huge. Yes. You know, even when you go to Subway, when they've got those, you know, the bread coming out of the oven, it's hard not to want it. So Jersey Mike's, um, chefs like it because yeah, and it's fan favorite because of that fresh slice. Your stomach is now in on the conversation. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. Either it was you or me. It was I don't somebody even over here. I don't even, I don't even talk to it. Anymore. You don't talk to it. Yeah. You're like, we're done. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it will start feeling awkward about talking. If I don't talk back to it <laughs> and it will shush. Um, I uh, feel like we were so spoiled growing up in the Bay area when it came to deli sandwiches and yeah. we had and that fresh sourdough and the yeah. French bread and it's just night and day. Um, even going to the central Valley and getting that Dutch crunch from Mr. Pickles mm -hmm. is it, it makes all the difference in the world. The bread does. And sometimes you just have to realize that if you're going to get a sandwich at Subway and Burbank, it's going to be BS bread. And that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, but there are some places. There are. There are some places where you can get that they make their bread fresh right. or have the dough flown in. Yeah. 
and bake it off. They won't tell you that, but it's about as close as you're going to get right. if you're like in Philly or something. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to do it. Arby's there, you know, the beef and cheddar sandwich seems to be a big one. Jimmy John's, although Jimmy John's has some, you know, controversy and is a love-hate co uh, complex relationship with some. Uh, that I like fresh a Jimmy John's. I like a Jimmy John's at the airport, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if you're hard pressed, Firehouse Subs they do a they do a nice sandwich. They there. do a wonderful, and the yeah. portions are big, and that steak and cheese sub is one of them, and even some uh, like the Subway with the uh, meat uh, Italian combo sandwich. But the thing is, you get to these these folks that are chefing all day, and they still appreciate the fresh ingredients, fresh sliced, um, a little bit of you know, effort on, you can build your own or some of them at are just well put together. I and mean, they're just designed nicely. They're designed nicely, but they can still be at their core, just a simple, it's a simple thing. So what's you know? your go-to? What's your, like, like if well, you were going to make the that, perfect sandwich It's for funny you. that you mentioned these because all of these talk about, you know, the thin sliced roast beef and stuff like that. I am not, you do not get roast beef sandwiches at a, at a store. I've never, I don't think I've ever eaten a beef sandwich from a store. If I'm going to eat a roast beef sandwich, it's because we made the roast beef, we yeah. sliced it up, we put it together. Uh, I, mine would always be like a, just a simple turkey and ham, throw in the uh, special ham, I call it, and the bacon, and then... Uh, the special <laughs> ham. Fancy Ma ham. Fancy Mag ham. Magic ham. Magic. I'll have some of that magic ham. Uh but that's that's the that's the easy stuff. That's the go-to stuff for me. Oh, that's a great sandwich, though. Ham and turkey is a great yeah, combination. That's all. I mean, if, if and then depending on where I am, the Jersey Mike's they have a great uh, spicy mustard. Um, Subway has their chipotle mayo. Was it uh, no sriracha mayo that they have that I th will throw have them throw on there for you know a little spice, to kick it up a little notch. Oh yeah, that's a sriracha mayo is fantastic. But but I'm not a you are not going to get me to eat sliced beef out of a out of a I'm, store. I, I don't know what it is. Delis and stuff like that. I'll if get it. I, all the time. If I had uh, everything available to me um, right now, the world is your oyster. You. Have seen She's the looking Barbie at the table would, like it's her, her I counter. I would <laughs> put a Langer's 19. Oh, okay. No, above okay. Uh, turkey from Mr. Pickles with some banana peppers on it. But I also like the the fancy the fancy ham, the bacon. Yeah. I'll throw that on that turkey sandwich. I have a number 19 from 12 months ago. I'm still working yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're huge. Like, they're huge. Yeah. They're very shareable. They said you could eat it but here. That, I said, no, I'll write it home. That is a great sandwich. It's a fantastic sandwich. Um, the rye That's bread. one of the places that I will go in by myself, sit at the counter and eat. I have parked in some sketchy places to get <laughs> a sandwich from Langer. Uh, LA Magazine. Like where it was touch no, and go. No, I don't go. want any uh, plastic blow-up yeah. uh, stuff. That, it's touch and go. Yeah. LA Magazine had an article. That they're out with their this month's... Um, uh, edition is LA's best. And oh yeah, stuff. and they have Langers in there. And the person who wrote up the review or whatever of Langers said, "Just get the number nineteen and then throw the bread out and just eat a pile of pastrami." I love that's the bread it. though. I love the sauerkraut. I love the mustard and the pickle. Yeah, that's the one that you get it the way they make yeah, it. Yeah, you don't and, you change know. anything. Yeah, yeah. How would you like that cooked? And you just go whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you make, make your you, magic. Yeah. You Make should always happen, try everything Norm. that way first, if you can, if you're not allergic to anything. Try it the way the chef intended. Is Norm still behind the counter at Langer's? I don't. I haven't been there in a bit. Yeah. It's not that far from me, but I still have Road trip. Seriously. Yeah. 
Hi, it's a live broadcast of Gary Jannon. A choose hey. and bruise. Hey, gonna, I like where your head's storm at. Storm in like uh, oh, choose like, and news. You go, you go to food places now. <laughs> Storm in like Hugh Hauser used yeah. to, and just blackmail him. Now right? that's an avocado-eating dog. <laughs> Tell you what, that's a lot of me. All right, Wendy's has just dropped a frosty cream cold brew. Yum! Uh, that was the one that I had earlier. I had the vanilla one. That was oh, really good. That's what got you all hopped up. It was a little uh, tingly. Yeah, yeah, felt a little fun. Cool thing is, it's like a, I think they're the only fast food joint that has this cold brew or has a cold brew. And also, it comes with the different flavor pumps. I have and a, they're fresh to it. So, like, you could say three pumps of this. I have a question. What's the difference between a cold brew and an iced coffee? An iced coffee is an iced regular coffee. A cold brew is brewed cold. Ah. And what's the difference in flavor? I would imagine that... The cold brew would be know. strong? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would have gone towards the iced coffee... Jacob says cold but, brew is stronger. He does drink this a lot. You like the cold brew, do you? Um, so that's, Yeah, cold brew is a little bit stronger. In flavor or in kick? In flavor. Okay. Yeah. I'm an espresso guy. A couple pops in the morning. And yeah, that's what I do. I, I do a double espresso yeah. down the hatch and I'm ready to <laughs> <Me> go. <too. laughs> that's my jam too. <laughs> and, guys. and then you leave like skid marks on the way out. Pew! The hairpins flying. You're like, let's go. It really does the trick. It wakes you up. I yeah. have a history with amphetamines, and I choose espresso yes. as my morning beverage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Meth was so 90s. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who needs that anymore? Um, but Jesus they sounds a little fat this morning. <laughs> uh, like you said, this is. It's got the made to order, which means you specify the amount of flavor pumps. I I always. I, I've never done that. I've never said half a pump or two pumps or anything like that. Um, <laughs> three quarters pump. There was a guy who used to work here. Pump it into your hand first and yeah. then drip it <laughs> yeah. into the... There was a guy who used to work here who used to have the most detailed coffee order with one Can pump Can I make of this, a guess about who it is? Two pumps of this. Nope, not him. Really? Mm -mm. Okay. Go on. It was uh, it was a teenage girl's coffee order is what it was. And it was very specific about how many pumps of each thing. And was all it medium the, temp? And, and, and a they, fake sugar. Uh, yeah, was that, it you know, half, temp? Half, a, half a packet of real sugar, half a packet of fake sugar. It was just detailed. Oh, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. thinking. Okay, yeah. Okay. I like how when people leave, we just, it's like Voldemort. Is that right? Voldemort, the name yeah. that you yeah. should not say? Voldemort? Can't wait till and my you departure. keep saying it. Sorry. Oh. Uh, Taco Bell is also calling on fans to help revamp the hot sauce packets. This was all, the hot sauce packets from Taco Bell in my childhood were never used as hot sauce packets on Taco Bell food. They were used as exploding devices that you could stomp on and get just yeah. a red sauce all over your buddy's that legs. That like two and a half feet. Look at the squirt on that one. Does, I have a quick question about sauce packets. Does everyone's parents have an entire tray in the refrigerator full of old sauce packets? Uh, yeah. By old, you mean what? Like not the same, not the same design that we see in 2023. <laughs> not the current design. Not the current design. <laughs> you know what? I think those things actually have names. I think they're called sachets. Uh, that sounds correctly. good to me. The I mean, I can't packet. get over how many sauce packets are in that refrigerator. Yeah, I do that. My wife hates it. 
like if I put anything in there, because I th sometimes I use them for cooking. Yeah. Like if I'm making something, I want a little bit of a kick or something that makes on sense. it. I'll just open but that you up. You don't have like 450 of them, do you? No, no, no that it would never happen under my wife's watch. I see. Um, uh, if there, if there is a, uh, you know, sweet and sour from nuggets that's in there for two days, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. There is a uh, Taco Bell in the seventies served the sauce in peel off lid cups. And I vaguely remember that. I would assume it's similar to what the, the what, like Chick-fil-A has now. Yeah. It's, it went back and forth, but they went back to the packets. And the thing about the packets, regardless of what flavor you're going to get, um, they have these sayings on them. And I don't know. Some oh. people see them. Some people don't. There was one uh, that said something like, Hey, nice to see you again. Can I drive this time? And it's, it's just these quirky little sayings on the packets. They're going to revamp them. And now if you're one of their know, rewards members or whatever it is, but if you are on their app, you can sign up and then you can say, I like this one. I like that one. And you can help choose the uh, ones. So that's what they're, that's what they're working on right now is the ability for people to do that and be a part of choosing the new sauce Sayings. The catchy phrases for fans to enjoy nationwide. Yeah. So uh, this is the, the new thing. I think it started on the 23rd. And uh, we'll see, let's see what, what happens and how clever everybody is. Mm. I don't, I don't bet no? on that. I want to put money on that. No. I feel like Twitter is where all the clever people went. I, I want one that says, ha ha, you're going to poop. No. All right, well... Buckle up, Buttercup. Remember that guy who used to work here? He did, like, a food show. Remember? <laughs> yeah. I remember him. Long time, zero legacy. <laughs> he just was out. <laughs> Disappeared. We'll, we'll talk... Thank you, Neil. We'll yeah. talk trending when we come back to Gary and Shannon. You've been listening to The Gary and Shannon Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 